Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Thursday, October 21st, 2021. Um, it is yet another gorgeous fall day here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Um, just like, you know, sweater weather in the morning, and then and then it gets like usually hot by like late afternoon um which is odd so yeah it's it's one of those like you got to dress differently at different times of the day um you got to wear layers i guess which is not easy when dealing with oliver because he likes to put on one thing and that's it and he doesn't like to take something off and put it back on and um it's just kind of one of his um hang-ups he has so um trying to dress him in a way where he can walk outdoors to school but then when he gets there he can kind of keep it on too like um like if he wears a sweatshirt um that he's fine walking to school and then uh, I want him to keep it on because it's probably too chilly for a t-shirt but um yeah he has a thing where he doesn't like to put things on and off so we kind of have to plan for that um, hopefully that will change once winter comes when it, at that point it becomes too extreme to not wear a coat on the way to school and then you can't keep it on at school either. So I guess this is an October problem. Um, but yeah, so, or, or what he likes to do is, um, if he's wearing an outer jacket on top of the sweatshirt, then I have to take it home with me when we get to school, he will take it off hand it to me, and then I give him his backpack, which I've carried, and then he goes in, and then I have to carry his coat back. Um, so anyway, October weather. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's the, uh, the vibe. So, well, it's been like over three weeks since the last episode, and I'm looking at my notes, and I guess it was three weekends ago that there was good vibes in the hood I wrote down at the very top. Um, still good vibes, uh, but I... I believe I was referencing it was Saturday night, um, October 2nd, I guess. And I went for a walk all over the neighborhood. Um, oh yeah. I went on a walk on a failed attempt to get an iPhone. Um, so what, so, um, yeah, that day we went to the, did we go to the, yeah, we went to the Queens County farm, um, which is you know, one of those farms, pumpkin patches you, you visit. And it's way out in Queens, almost in Nassau County. I don't think we talked about this last episode. Yeah. Um, and you know, you got to take the BQE to the Long Island Expressway to the Grand Central Parkway to the, this and that to the Cross Island. Is that it? Something like that. And then, um, you're near Utopia Parkway and you're kind of near St. John's and, um, yes, but so we went to the Queens County Museum, which I think many city people with families know of this place. And we did the corn maze, which was louder than I'd like. They were kind of blasting music, and a guy with a megaphone was barking instructions. And I don't know. I would have liked it if there were less, fewer, if there were fewer people, but it just became crowded. Um, Oliver did not like it, and we quit the maze. We just kind of like found our way back to where we came in and left um but we did pick a few pumpkins chose a few pumpkins and um 
then came back and I did not feel like getting on the highway and sitting in highway traffic. Um, so I just kept driving. Like I had the GPS on the phone set for our home, but I just kept driving on surface streets and went down Utopia Parkway, basically drove through Queens all the way towards like westbound towards city until we got to essentially Metropolitan Avenue where the Jackie Robinson hits. So then we got on the Jackie Robinson Parkway, which was a highway technically for like one mile, one and a half mile. And then at that point, you basically are at Atlantic Avenue way out in like, is it East New York, Brownsville? Um, and then we just took Atlantic Avenue the whole way back. But that was kind of fun. Just to, It's like just driving through outer borough land and just seeing, going by all the body shops. And uh, I take note of like the odd, the larger gas stations, just cause it's so weird to see like suburban gas stations in the city. Like there's a big kind of awesome gas station on well there was one way out on Atlantic Avenue um like the kind with a small parking lot and a very big variety store it was kind of interesting um so oh yeah so getting back to that day where everything was going well well then we went to St. Mary's Playground which is down on Smith Street underneath the elevated F train as it goes into the tunnel and um, I got Oliver some FNF pizza while we were there, and then we came home. And then um, I went for a long walk because I wanted to get a new iPhone because my iPhone 8 is finally just, it just keeps lagging and it doesn't work half the time and it drives me crazy. So I thought, okay, finally I'll get a new phone. Um, and uh, I walked to the Verizon store at Atlantic Terminal, and they're like, oh, so you would like to upgrade? I'm like, yeah. And they said, well, would you like to. Uh, would you like to order one pre or whatever you call it? Um, order one for delivery in mid-November, and I was like, "What?" And this was um, October second, and they were like, "Yeah, that's the earliest." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And they said, "Well, it might be different online." I was like, "Okay." And I said, "What about the Apple Store?" And they're like, "You can try it." So I walked, you know, the two blocks over to the Apple Store that's right by uh, Bam, and um, yeah, they were like, they were like, "The 13 is the only one we don't have." Um, cause they had the pro and I guess the pro max and the mini. I was like, ah, oh, okay. Um, and they said, would you like a mini? <laughs> and I said, uh, no thanks. Cause I, I kind of knew what I want. Um, so then I walked down fourth Avenue and turned right at Douglas street and I went to three's brewing and I bought, um, one or two, four. Well, I bought a four pack of their honey, the, the collaboration with, the honey patch, the honey place in Maine, a like place that makes actual honey. And then I also bought a large bottle, like a, however many liter, you know, the bigger bottles, um, uh, with the same thing with this honey thing. And they were great. So I came back, made Oliver dinner, had some of that bottle. Um, and while I was walking back, um, yeah, just everyone was in a good mood. Um, like I saw wedding people that got married in Gowanus were like at the green building or something where, or the place across the street, 535 Union. They were taking pictures on the Union Street Bridge and there were like couples looking at the sunset. I think it's the same day. I'm not complaining. It was something else. But um, anyway, it was a uh, great day. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was, is that all the same day? I don't even know. The point is there's been a lot of good days, so um fall does that to a city 
But yeah, uh, looking at some, been seeing. Let's see, we did what other little driving in the city do we do? We went to Lindustry Pizza in Williamsburg. Not sure if I mentioned that previously. Um, look at my notes. I don't know. Anyway, Lindustry Pizza in Williamsburg, excellent. Uh, Charles Burst was in town. Uh, I went over. He was staying uh, at Pete and Kara's, um, kind of like unused uh, unit right now in their building and so we had some drinks the four of us in their backyard and it was great to see charles who is an engineer and musician and moved from from brooklyn to the catskills a year and a half ago um he was one of the he is the one of the partners of uh, seaside lounge recording where uh i've done almost all of my recording in my recording life um made like i think five albums there um five or six albums there with varying bands um so it was great to see charles uh other people stuff i saw several of my co-workers um the brooklyn co-workers plus one manhattanite uh because i wanted to meet up with my co-worker and friend leah and she's like oh well, why don't we get uh other brooklyn people like dylan so leah and dylan and then and then also joined by a ex-coworker, Toby, who I'd never met because she joined after the pandemic started and she moved on still while the pandemic's going on. So I never met her until this evening. And then also our coworker and friend Karen came. So we went to Congress on Court Street, which is a great people watching outdoor drinking area because it's right there on Court Street. Um, it was great to see them. And then we repaired to Bar Great Harry. I actually went home and did a school curriculum night Zoom and then went back out and met them. Uh, so that was fun. Did I see anyone else? Oh, yeah. Saw um, my friend Joe Zawatsky, who I went to high school with and who's a longtime friend. And we moved to New York together. And I went to his house in Westchester and spent the night. So I actually went away by myself and spent the night. Got to drive an hour and a half by myself and blast music and it was gorgeous sunny sun saturday afternoon it was really great um and that's about it those uh, that's my people interaction um which is a lot more than usual so i guess that stuff's picking up um oh what else let's see most steps ever um no, okay, that's kind of it um, for just like random what I've been up to, stuff in the neighborhood. We had a virtual dead night last night, our thing that we used to do at threes that we now do online. Me and Scott Devendorf and Michael Arthur with the live drawing, we did it on the Relics channel on Twitch. It was meant to be a pre-show event for the Phil Lesh and Friends show at the Capitol Theater, which was a special thing because they invited us for this night because... The band and Phil's friend, Lesh's band, The Friends, um, included several of our actual friends, like Josh Kaufman and Joe Russo and Stuart Bogey. So that was a fun night last night. So we did this early event from 6 to 8.30, and then we cut it off, and the Phil show started, and we all watched the Phil show and stayed on the Zoom, even though we were not broadcasting anymore. We left the Zoom open and just, like, all of us watched and hung out together. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. Um, so that actually, you can add that to the people thing too. That was more of a classic pandemic era Zoom hang, but this was more, we were just like 
hanging out. Like we were watching and listening to the show and only talking when we were commenting. So it wasn't like this forced like, hello, how are you? We're facing each other, Zoom. It was more just like, you know, get up, walk away, come back, note something, maybe comment on something, make a joke, leave, come back. It's a very nice casual Zoom. Um, and then the other thing is we had Ida rehearsal last week for um, a gig. Uh, we are playing Saturday, the 23rd, free outdoors uh, here in the neighborhood. So it's the usual gang that I play with. Uh, most of I Get Wild and our three larger three ring bender crew, um, mostly locals, meaning they actually live in this part of Brooklyn, um, mostly. Uh, so we're going to be the shimmies since all of I Get Wild cannot make it. So we are going to be the shimmies. Stephanie um, named us the shimmies, which is a great name. And we're just doing 80s and, and 90s covers. And... Um, like George Michael Freedom, Freedom 90, not the Wham Freedom, which I love. Um, well, I love both freedoms. I think we're doing My Prerogative, some Pretenders, that, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, if you're listening and want to come over, we're going to play at 6.30 outside Alma and B61, which is, you know, the same place, basically, at DeGraw in Columbia. Uh, the whole event is, I can't, uh, is a benefit for... Um, what's it called texas choice texas benefit uh but it's it's meant to counteract the negative effects of this law um outlawing abortion in texas right now so that's what the benefit is for there's another band before us um and then there's like djs and karaoke after us but we have the 6 30 to 8 8 7 30 8 o'clock slot and they're going to be doing raffles and doing little speeches and games and contests and It'll be fun. I guarantee it'll be fun. It looks like the weather will be good, like 60, 62 degree, 60 degrees and like clear, uh, perfect fall night. So yeah, that's this weekend. Um, at, so the, yeah, the shimmies at B61, Saturday, October 23rd at approximately 630 outdoors free. Um, yes. So that's all the stuff, stuff going on. Oh my gosh. I've been, it's already 14 minutes into this podcast. Well, We'll move on to um, other things. Music. I don't think I've listened to too much music in the past week, but looking at my notes from like the previous couple of weeks, um, the album I really, really loved in the past few weeks is the Brandy Carlisle album that came out called In These Silent Days. Oh my gosh, it's so great. Um, what I like about Brandy Carlisle is she is, uh, besides having great voice and just um, great touch with like production, is... Um, her songs just have real classic melodies in the sense that like, which you don't hear as much anymore, which goes into the deeper argument of like, have all the great melodies been taken? Have all the great riffs been taken? But I mean, wow, just like really fantastic songs on this record. Um, and the record again is called In These Silent Days. Um, listen to the new Neil Young archival release, Carnegie Hall 1970. Uh, it is just Neil solo at Carnegie Hall 1970. And it's great. Um, Wait, is this solo? Yeah. And uh, I saw Neil solo at Carnegie Hall in 2014 with Howard. Thank you, Howard, for taking me to that show. Um, and that was fantastic. Wow. Thinking back to other great Carnegie Hall shows I've seen in the past. Saw Brian Wilson smile when he did that tour. Remember in like 2005, um, six? Saw Randy Newman, who's one of my heroes at Carnegie Hall. That was also around 2004 or five. 
Um, obviously, Carnegie Hall is incredible, <laughs> um, but I haven't been there in a while, come to think of it. But yeah, so that Neil Young album is great. Listen to the Let It Be, the latest version of Let It Be. I didn't listen to the stupid Giles Martin remix because I don't like that Giles Martin guy at all. Um, and yeah, I wish somebody else would take over. But I think he is going to be there forever since he's the youngest in, you know, in the in crowd of the Beatles guy. And he was George Martin's son. And I uh, wish he would go away. Anyway. What's great about this release is they, you know, leading up to this Peter Jackson series coming out on Disney Plus next month, which is going to have a lot more of the Let It Be film footage. This has a lot more of the takes and the rehearsals, and they are so fun to listen to. I mean, to hear the Beatles, like, happily in the studio jamming. Um, wow. You know, so, the, yeah, this new Let It Be, what super edition, whatever they're calling it, blah, blah, blah. Great. Um, except, except I did not listen to the Giles Martin 2021 ver- remix, which is the comprises the first quote unquote disc of the release. Anyway, blah blah blah. Other than that, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Um, books I have almost finished. Finally, can't slow down with the book of 1984 pop music by Michelangelo Matos or Matos. I've been taking my time with it because I love it so much, and I will probably buy a physical copy to keep on my shelf. But I have like 10 pages left, and I'm savoring. I'm going to save that for like when I have a, a cold beer and I can sit outside and read it. Um, the last last chapter is about Live Aid and Band Aid um, and We Are the World. Uh, but boy, oh boy, if you think you'll like a book about 1984 in music, you, you'll love this book. Um, and. I am powering through Dune Messiah, which I bought on that great day that I walked around and tried to buy an iPhone. I bought Dune Messiah when I walked by Books Are Magic because I was—I I knew I was going to read it at some point. I was like, all right, now's the time. And I started reading it. And yeah, I love it more than the book Dune, basically because, you know, you're in the story now. It, it's like it's like Dune is like the Star Wars and New Hope. And Dune Messiah seems to be like the Empire Strikes Back of dune um where it's like darker and there's a lot more going on um but you have to already know what's going on uh so in terms of like characters and setting and who does what which dune presents it all for you but now dune messiah wow and then i would say that the last 50 pages of dune proper are like that too it's just like it just becomes this wild incredible cool like battle of the wills um but anyway dune messiah outstanding and i've finally picked up again the Alec McGillis uh, one-click, one-click winning and losing, one-click shopping or winning and losing in one-click America. What's it called? Um, but yeah, by Alec McGillis. Uh, very good. Finally, we'll finish that and get that back to the library. Um, and then TV. Still watching a little bit of TV. Uh, my friend and coworker Mark recommended 1971 on Apple TV. Uh, the quote-unquote the most important year in music, or I can't remember. They they call it something like that. But it's based on um, a book, as my friend Matt Frampton pointed out. It's based on the book Never a Dull Moment. Um, it's eight episodes, each kind of on rough, you know, focusing on a different element of music in 1971. Highly recommend it if you think you would like that. If you don't think you would like that, you know, probably don't have to watch it. Um, and I watched an episode of Bad Sport, uh, which is a Netflix series about like athlete sporting um, scandals and. Yeah, the first one was about the Arizona State point shaving basketball scandal in 1994, which I kind of remember happening. Um, I was in college then, and 
I was paying attention, but also not paying attention. Uh, but pretty good show. Um, and the episodes are only like you know twenty five minutes long. And Dune is out tonight. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna go see it in the theater. I even though I would like to. I, w- I wish they would just wait another month or so. But uh, who knows? Maybe I will have an edible and watch it tonight. Um, but excited for that. And I guess that's it. We're at twenty minutes. That's um. That's all anyone uh, should be expected to hear me talk for. Uh, so yeah, that's it. This has been. It was twenty three days since the last one. Next time won't be as long uh yeah i think we're going to baltimore next week weekend not sure so if if we do that there'll be some interesting stuff content to talk about um all right so yeah this has been episode 72 of the conrad life report october 21st 2021 um broadcasting from the window in carroll gardens brooklyn talk to you next time